Welcome to an election edition of Perspectives. I'm Joan Herman. On today's show, I interview the two candidates for District 5 on the Clatsop County Board of Commissioners, challenger Susanna Gladwin and incumbent Leanne Thompson. District 5 covers southern Clatsop County, including Cannon Beach, Arch Cape, Elsie, Hamlet, and Jewel, as well as portions of Seaside. Also being filled in the election are the District 1 and District 3 seats on the County Commission. Those interviews aired last week and are available by podcast on the station's website. The deadline to register to vote in the May 15th primary is April 24th. Ballots will be mailed to all registered voters between April 25th and May 1st. Up first is an interview with District 5 challenger Susanna Gladwin. This program was pre-recorded. Susanna Gladwin, a 71-year-old Jewel resident, works as a farmer and timber owner and previously as a massage therapist. She has served on the county's planning commission. She has a bachelor's degree in art with a minor in philosophy from Catholic University in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the studio, Susanna. Well, thank you for having me and doing these interviews. I really appreciate it. Tell us why you're running for office. There are several things I feel passionate about. One is uh, our state forests, which I think are an incredible resource and are under the gun because the corporate timber interests have such a short rotation in their cutting. The trees are very small. And Oregon Department of Forestry has been managing our forests where we have some beautiful trees. And uh, Those corporations really want them and have created this Lynn County lawsuit as a manipulation, I believe, to get hold of those trees. Now, the lawsuit, the county has already decided on the lawsuit, hasn't it? Yes, a group of us have worked really hard in educating, I believe, the county commissioners and what really the corporations were about and the importance of these state forests. And they voted a majority against the, not against, not to be a class actor in the lawsuit, and thereby being able to be supportive of Oregon Department of Forestry and preserving those state forests we have. And that was in 2017? Yeah, well, 2016, 17, yes, 2017. What other challenges do you see facing the county? Definitely housing is a really big issue. Having affordable housing, the investment in rental properties is a really solid income creator, which has been helpful for people as kind of like a pension in old age, has also really made the rents go up. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say the pensioners have, but the investment, especially as investment strategy of banks and investment portfolios started it after the housing crisis of 2008. What can the county government, the county commission in particular, do to address those housing challenges, particularly the high rents and the high costs of buying a home? I think it may be difficult to roll them back. There is a bill that is an Oregon state bill which 
prevents rent control, but it needs to be somehow worked around because we need to stabilize the rising of the rents. And I don't know how we would roll them back, but that definitely needs to stabilize. And then the county is working on creating more housing through changes in zoning. The other thing that is important is that the housing stock that will be created is carefully designated for affordable housing. In Portland, only a percentage of housing can be short-term. Some people feel that Portland does not do follow-through on that, and it's part of the problem with the Portland housing cost rising. If you have second bedrooms in your home and you want to do short-term housing, that's just fine. It's the apartments and and house, houses that it's important to keep as affordable housing if they're being created by new zoning and building housing pool creation. So you would advocate restricting the percentage of homes that could be turned into vacation rentals? Yes. The return isn't so great that way, and it has made people wanting to do short-term rentals. Also, I think as a landlord, and at times having problems with renters, we need to have things in place for landowners. I think some kind of mediation thing where you don't get into a lot of legal fees would be really good. So it would be the first way we could deal with a problem, either as a renter or a landowner. Susanna, what sets you apart from other county commission candidates, well, in particular? Can I ask that again? Susanna, what sets you apart from the other candidate running for this office, the incumbent Leanne Thompson? We have a lot of similarities, but I know that I have in my passion for taking care of our county, which are our forests, our housing, our health, our community, that I have been consistent and positive and really work hard for the people of Clatsop County. Clatsop County has a home rule form of government, and that was adopted in 1990 by the voters. And essentially, under that form of government, a professional manager runs the daily operations of the government, and the county commission sets policy and serves also as the county manager's supervisor. Some county commissioners right now are concerned that the county commission doesn't have enough um, opportunity to be part of the daily management of the government. What is your position on the home rule form of government? It's problematic. County managers, I think, have undue influence a lot of times, setting the agenda especially. I think if we have 
if the chair of the county commission is really committed to having an open dialogue. And it's important, I think, at the meetings that there is discussion back and forth from commissioners to the community. Right now, and I think it comes from the manager, it's very one-directional. The community can testify, but they cannot get answers to questions within that conversation. I've not seen that in other meetings and other entities. And it's a way that you can really control the meeting, have the time frame end quickly. And I see the manager keeping a very tight ship and a very kind of clean, tight ship. And you think that would change if county commissioners had more say in the daily operations of the county government? Their role is not in the day-to-day. Their role is as decision makers. But what's before the county commission at meetings are things to be decided on for the whole county. And the county manager should not, I think, partake as much as he does in controlling those meetings. Would you advocate for a different form of government then? There are pros and cons for both forms. I was participating in meetings when those when the old government was changed to to the home rule that we have now and i know debbie boone was very concerned and she was on the county commission then yes and i agreed with a lot of debbie boone's concerns about changing to home rule If elected, do you have any specific goals or projects that you would like to tackle, Susanna? Well, South Seaside especially has a lot of clear cuts above it, which means chemical spraying. And it really has affected the health of communities that have been subjected to a lot of the forestry chemical spraying. And the corporate forests are cutting in such a short cutting cycle. There's a lot more chemical spraying than in decades past. There was, when I first came to the county in 1971, a way of controlling brush called hand release. It was the hand cutting without chemicals controlling brush. And federal forests are subjected to hand cutting and not using chemicals. And I want to return to that. It will create a lot more jobs. How so? Well, you have to hire a lot more people instead of paying a helicopter pilot and all the chemicals if they go with aerial spraying. There is backpack spraying, but then that subjects the applicant to a lot of chemical exposure. What would need to happen in order to ban the chemical spraying? Lane County has a referendum on the ballot to ban it. Lincoln County, through the initiative process, has banned it. And I believe that Clatsop County can ban it. 
Do you know in those other counties, because I'm not familiar with that, if that was put to the vote or if the county commission there went ahead and banned the chemical spraying and if that was on public lands only or private lands as well? It's a countywide ban and it did pass in Lincoln County. It's now being challenged in court, but that hasn't been resolved yet. In Eugene, it's a rough, the county commissioners with public pressure have created a referendum to be on the ballot, I believe, and are using that process. I believe it hasn't been voted on yet. Any other projects that you would like to especially put your energies toward if you're elected? Well, I do think the housing issue is big. Uh, I'm really a fan of the needle exchange program. That the county health department has once a week in both Astoria and Seaside. Yes. I think it's been very effective in keeping needles from getting into our environment and keeping people that are using the needles healthier and also helping them with health costs to the county and in a way that the county health people can interface with the people that are using the drugs to be supportive of them when they are ready to go into treatment. And that provides free needles for IV drug users. Yes. And the most danger for drug overdose is if people have gone through treatment, clean themselves up, and then go back to using and overdose because their body is clean and they can't handle the same level of drug use. Unfortunately, we are out of time. I want to thank you, Susanna, for coming into the studio and speaking about your candidacy. Well, thank you very much. If you're just joining me, you are listening to pre-recorded interviews with the two candidates for District 5 covering the southern portion of the county for the Clatsop County Board of Commissioners in the May 15th primary election. I just finished an interview with challenger Susanna Gladwin. Up next is my interview with incumbent Leanne Thompson. I'm Joan Herman on Perspectives on Coast Community Radio. District 5 incumbent Leanne Thompson, a 73-year-old Cove Beach resident, is a retired public administrator in Oregon, Alaska, and Michigan. She also has worked as an outreach coordinator for the Oregon Department of Geology and Mineral Industries, as well as a training and strategic planning consultant. She holds a Bachelor of Arts degree in Humanities from Michigan State University and a Master's degree in Social Work from the University of Michigan. She has served on the Clatsop County Board of Commissioners since 2014 and previously served on the Multnomah County Tax Supervisory and Conservation Commission. Welcome to the studio, Leanne. Ah, Joan, it's great to be back at KMUN. Thanks for having me. Tell me why you're running for another term on the Board of Commissioners. The short answer is my heart is in this place. I'm a public servant. I have been since 1968. That's a long time ago. You already told folks my age. So it's a long career. And I began because I want to do the most good for the most people, no matter where I am. So I began in Michigan. I went from Lansing to Ann Arbor to Detroit, then up to Anchorage, Alaska, down to Portland, then out here. And this this beautiful place. I live in paradise. We were talking. I'm three blocks back from the North Pacific, and it's 
It's paradise. It's paradise. And for those who don't know where Cove Beach is, why don't you explain? Well, uh, I, t- I tell folks I'm from South Clatsop County, y'all. So I'm almost to the Tillamook County line. And what that means is I've got a range of geography, both in my district as I serve and in the life that I live here. So seaside, up, up, up to Fishhawk Lake, over to the Columbia County line, down to the Tillamook County line, all the way back to the ocean. There's a variety of cultures. There's a variety of geographies. There's a variety of folks, um, I want to say economic and life circumstances. The idea is um, how do we how do we as a local government, as the people's democracy, how do we represent everybody's interests when so many of them are diverse and not only diverse, but in real conflict? Derek DePledge uh, of the Daily Historian did this really interesting analysis of the voting patterns in Clatsop County. And 41% of the folks in Clatsop County voted for Donald Trump. 41%. So 59% did not. They voted for Hillary Clinton. But if you look at that divide, what could be sharper? What could emphasize it? And how do we, living in this beautiful place, how do we be at peace with each other? How do we honor each other, our gifts, our needs, our hopes, our fears, our challenges? How do we build a strong community together? So on the Clatsop County Board of Commissioners, I came, I came interested in housing because what I could see is that having stable, adequate income, having reliable housing, having food security, those are foundation pieces for people to be able to live. If we, if we don't meet those I want those needs for safety and security, those creature comfort needs. It's hard to build beauty and art. It's hard to learn. It's hard to feel safe. We tumble into addiction. And it's, it's, we're all so fragile. We're talking about the people who are, I have three friends right now who are in hospice. You know, I see the fragility of human life. I see the beauty of human experience. How do we bring out the best in each other? How do we deal with the worst in each other? Because part of what I've done, my parents, I just tortured them because I took myself and my young son and went as a single parent into Detroit, Michigan. So (laughs) we lived in the precinct that had the highest burglary rate. I did group work with delinquents in the precinct that had the highest murder rate. They thought, oh my goodness, what did we do wrong? That I wanted the challenge. I wanted to know what happens to everybody. I wanted to be able to bring everybody's experience to the table, directly or indirectly. So dealing with what happens when an area's economic base disintegrates. I saw that in Detroit. I mean, when I grew up, we had the auto industry, and we had good roads. We had good schools. We had good health care. We had hope for the future. We, we were realizing the American dream. And then suddenly, it got slippery. Forces beyond our control took it away from us. 
went up to Alaska because that was another grand adventure. You know, what can I do here? And, and I worked in a prison um, for adult male offenders. I'd worked with uh, adjudicated delinquents. Now I was working with adult male offenders. I could see more about what happens in culture clashes, culture wars. I could see people struggling to survive in a beautiful environment, but struggling. A lot of alcohol abuse. Because if you look at the statistics about, yeah, we have opioid, sorry, opioid problems, We've got nicotine problems. We've got alcohol addiction. We've got methamphetamine. We've got all kinds of ways that we are saying as human beings, I'm struggling. I'm suffering. I don't know what to do. I've written and I think a lot about how do we go forward, those of us who have adequate and stable income, how do we help those who don't? So when I work on the County Board of Commissioners, I'm working on housing. I'm working on ecologically uh, sustainable economic development, which is cross-laminated timber. If we're going to cut trees, by golly, let's make automation our friend and make absolutely the best use we can of them. My dream is to build modular housing using cross-laminated timber, but that hasn't happened yet. And resilience, because we may or may not have Cascadia, but we surely have storms and landslides and Forest fire. I mean, we got all that stuff. So we have to help each other deal with it. We help each. We have to help each other. Well, let's talk about housing, since that is a big challenge facing not only Clatsop County but probably the entire West Coast. What can the county government, the Board of Commissioners in particular, do to really address the housing problem, the escalating prices that keep many young families out of a home that they can afford, or even an apartment? Exactly right. Exactly right. When I hear stories about people living five to a car in rotation, when I hear people who have to work two or three jobs so that they can have shared housing with people that they aren't even related to, you know, this is a real problem. How do what what can the county board of commissioners do? We can create economic opportunity because the way the Oregon tax system works we have to have economic development and John Muir is the one who said conservation and economic development go hand in hand so if we're going to conserve what's good we have to do thoughtful mindful economic development the county board of commissioners can work among ourselves inside Clatsop County we can work regionally we can work with partners across the state what would be examples of that mindful economic development I I, I've been working on cross laminated timber because what I see is it's a coming thing there's momentum So I work with the governor's people. Um, I work with Oregon Housing and Community Services. I work with other county commissioners. I'm co-chair of the Association of Oregon County's Housing Subcommittee. So we're looking at solutions from people all over the state, you know, from tiny houses to, I could go on, little hoop houses for veterans, for people who are just uh, coming out of homelessness, the whole gamut the whole gamut, but it takes all of us working together, focusing on common ground and common solutions. And you, as as you mentioned, have extensive experience in the juvenile and adult correction system. What is your position on the 20 or $23 million ballot measure that the Board of Commissioners is going to place on the November ballot for a jail out in Warrington? 
Yeah, and, and I was absent from that vote. I've had some health challenges in my family, my own and my husband, so I wasn't able to be there. I know, I know we need adequate incarceration as a lever. I understand that completely. What I don't understand is how we're going to pay for it. Because the real cost of everything is always paid by somebody, and the real work of everything is always done by somebody. We've got ballot measures for housing. We've got ballot measures. Do we have ballot? No, sorry, we don't have ballot measures for housing. We have ballot measures for um, schools. The Astoria School District. The Astoria, Warrington School District, Seaside School District has just been. I mean, people are saying, you want to make us choose between taking care of our children and taking care of criminals? How can we do that? So what my response has been, longer term, build the tax base so that we have a better community tax base, we have better jobs, then people can afford to pay both. Right now, I don't know how we're going to pay for it. I don't know that people see in their own life, in their own pocketbook, how they can do both. I see the need. I don't see the solution. Except, as I say, to work long term to expand the tax base to really get better jobs so that people can afford to. Because I know people want to do it all and just don't see how it's possible. We have just about a minute left. Oh, my goodness. What sets you apart from your opponent on the, uh, for the District 5 position? I have an extensive body of experience in working as a public administrator, in being a successful small business owner, and in governing boards and committees and commissions. I have a focus. I understand how to get things to really happen, to work with people from all over in a very efficient and effective way to produce results that will benefit people in Clatsop County. You did face some heat last year on the county board, and some said you were not a good team player and um, used more than your share of travel funds, for example, even though they were not for anything that wasn't authorized. How do you respond to that in light of what you mentioned about being a good team player? Well, here's the thing. I look at the work that needs to be done. I try and see who wants to do it. If you look at the work that I do, look at the website, the county website, look at the liaison responsibilities, so I, I didn't look at it, but somebody said, hey, Leanne, you've got more than everybody else put together. Well, doesn't it make sense if I'm doing more work that I need more support to get that work done? So I'm happy to share the work. Oh, please. But teamwork means work. So let's get at it. Let's do it together. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Thank you for coming into the studio today, Leanne. This was so much fun. Please have me back. You bet. Thanks. You've been listening to a pre-recorded interview with incumbent Leanne Thompson, who is running for re-election to District 5 on the Clatsop County Board of Commissioners in the May 15th primary election. Earlier, I spoke with Thompson's challenger, Susanna Gladwin. District 5 covers southern Clatsop County, including Cannon Beach, Arch Cape, Elsie, Hamlet, and Jewel, as well as portions of Seaside. Voters will select three new commissioners in the upcoming May 15th primary election. The deadline to register to vote is April 24th. Ballots will be mailed to all registered voters between April 25th and early May. Join me next week when I interview candidates running for the Oregon House of Representatives, District 32, covering the northwest chunk of Oregon. This is Perspectives, and I'm your host, Joan Herman. 
Perspectives is brought to you in part by a grant from the Clatsop County Cultural Coalition. Perspectives was engineered by Brian Bovenizer and Graham Nystrom. The show can be heard Fridays on the stations of Coast Community Radio. You also can find show podcasts on the station's website. If you would like to contact me, send me an email to perspectives at coastradio.org. Thanks for listening.